This is exactly right. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Are you leaving or are you on your way back home? Either way, we want to be there. Doesn't matter how much baggage you claim. Give us time and date. Terminal and gate. We want to send you off. Style. We want to welcome you back home. Tell us all about it. Were you scared or was it fine? Mouthhorn. Welcome to Do You Need a Ride? This is Chris Fairbanks. This is Karen Kilgarrow. I uh, thought recently I should have a, like, this is Chris Fairbanks and then have a name. I was going to say, the the handsomest face in podcasting. Okay. It's like a playoff of uh, a face made for radio. Sure. But I'd go, the handsomest face in podcast. Is it weird to say I'm handsome? Uh, no, because you're insulting yourself right, by, right, by saying right. it. So exactly. Yeah. See, a lot of people wouldn't see the joke, and then they'd think that I was maybe sure of myself or even confident, worse, confident. Yeah, and what what a thing to be accused of is to actually think that you might be good-looking. Ugh, gross. Gross. Nope. Hate I've just, you. People have been saying it, and so I started to... Boy, I, <laughs> people I hate, have been telling you you're good-looking? Uh, just, uh, you know, on Twitter. I'm, I'm apparently <laughs> Twitter... Twitter handsome also, someone told me. They're looking at one picture. If they could see me now, my face is... It looks like I got stung by bees because I'm so swollen in the face. Uh, but so then you are kind of bragging at the end of the day. At the very, at the very right before I go to bed, I brag a little bit. 11.59? Yeah. This yeah. is an 11.59 like, confessional? <laughs> I, I, yes, exactly. I that's love when it. I say. That's, but in the morning, ugh, I hate myself. But Chris, you are a classically good-looking Hollywood face. There no we go. One could I just it. wanted you to say. Oh, I see. Classic Hollywood face. <laughs> I'm okay. Sorry. I should have picked up. That was that. the whole. Re- yeah, yeah. I, that could have been shorter. I. You know what? I've never taken improv classes, and that you can really tell when I don't pick up on those. When you're clues. no-ending me up until a certain point, but it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we'll do. I call it giving you uh, the business. We should just take a 101 class at the Groundlings. Uh, I sure I have eight hundred dollars that I don't need. Is that how much that is? I don't know. It's I all don't. seems to be ridiculous and like, to me, we just did a show the other night at UCB and uh, the experience going there, being there, the actual show, and then leaving there. I was like, this is just a high school for the arts. It really is. The new UCB looks like there is hallways. I believe they have lockers. 
There's a lunchroom. Yeah. It very much, but I like that a little because, I don't know, if you're a parent and you're dropping off your kid in Hollywood <laughs> to go to comedy school, <laughs> at least they'd be like, oh, wow, it looks like a high school. Sure. That will that will comfort any parent. Yeah, not the back their, of it. For their child. Yeah, yeah. But me being over 40, I'm, I just have no business being there, and I keep forgetting that. And then I go do a show there, and I'm like... Oh, I, there's a reason I shouldn't be here. It's, I'm too old and I don't like it. I keep forgetting that oftentimes you're just performing for the students. There. Right. That's the thing. And I keep forgetting we're not in love anymore. I used to be in love. Oh, when? I know you held the fake mic for me to do, I, but I'm not very good at Michael You McDonald. can't do the high part? Okay. <laughs> that's, as, that's as good as I get. Um, should we talk for a second about how we're picking up Joe DeRosa? Yes, we are going to LAX uh, to pick up Joe DeRosa. We're picking up Joe DeRosa, good friend of mine. Uh, one of my closer friends, I'd say. He's not happy right now because we're late. I'm yes. late. I made Chris late. It's okay. I'll take the blame. I'll take 50% of the blame. <laughs> you know what? That's what teamwork is. Yeah. It's taking blame you don't deserve. That's right. Uh, that's beautiful. I. You know what? Because I don't want to taint your relationship with him. I just have only been recently getting to know him. I'll take uh, yeah, I'll take 70%. Oh, that. my God. Yeah. Really? You're going to shoulder the majority of this blame. From the get-go, I'm just going to say it's mostly my fault. Uh, <laughs> I think it'll be... You know what? Nobody likes to wait at the airport. I understand his irritation. Right. Uh, whatever. When he gets in, we're going we're gonna to give him the ride of a lifetime. Exactly. And exactly. so it'll be fine. We really are going to... He's going to be back there gripping uh, the seats in fear. That's the kind of ride. Yes. The ride of a lifetime sounds like we're going to drive like lunatics. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, well, I'm going to drive him off the road. It. Wow. Are, seriously? Yeah. Okay. All the cabs have gone insane. I'm sorry about Lyft and Uber, you dicks. Yeah, yeah. It's not you my wanna... fault. <laughs> cabs drive angrily thinking about Lyft and Uber yeah. all day now, and they only are at the airport. It's like uh, arriving flights. They're yes. like um, they're like the kind of not that pretty girl when the when two new pretty girls move into town and start going to their high school. Yeah, or stepsisters when you're the new adopted sister. Yes, that's the same example. I didn't need to come up with a second one. No, you know what? It just it just helps make clear. There's right. some people listening to this, and you know who you are. Who don't get it. They didn't go to school. They didn't know what it was like to not be popular. They were homeschooled. But the homeschoolers need several ex explanations. So I always, I try to do family ones that are more familiar to those people that were homeschooled. Smart. Yes. Or like, um, it would be like if you had granola and suddenly there was cranberries in it when before then there had only been slivered almonds. You now you lost help? me. You lost me. Oh, shoot. That's okay. But um, I am hungry now. I'm hungry too. We are going... Is it Delta or United? Isn't it it is Delta. It's funny how those... I, um, I always confuse the two. We Delta will be on United. the other side. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I don't know why. Why do I confuse those two? They're I, same number of letters. That's about all they have in common. Delta and United. I think yeah. they're both old, too. They're yeah. like old, old style. Yes. I always confuse <laughs> two is. men named Earl and Merv, too. Oh, because they're, they're so old? They're old people. 
I uh, read the other the other day it was some old-fashioned advertisement and the name they used in it was Nan and I couldn't stop laughing because no one's named Nan anymore. No. Or will be again. Isn't that I have Dagwood Bumstead's wife? No, he called her Han. H O N. Her name was yeah, Han. Which, uh, yeah. That's what my grandma used God, to call her. He us. was very aggressive. I think uh <laughs> It was a tag. No, I'm thinking of Andy Cap. Oh, Andy Cap, the old Scottish drunk. Yeah, he was abusive. He was drunk. He'd but come he, home. He called his wife Pet. Pet. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that I used to enjoy. Just, I mean, he was condescending. But he, but she would beat him up with a rolling a rolling pin. So. Oh wow, I maybe that's. Worry. Don't worry about Pet. I guess he wasn't taking face first naps on the couch. He was a knocked unconscious. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He had a lot of serious brain damage because of her Andy abuse. Andy Cap was abused. It no goes one both talks ways. about that. I it mean, really back is. then you were allowed uh, couples, it was like their business if they wanted to abuse the shit out of each other. Yeah, back then. Back then. I'm going to text Did Joe you, and just uh, say we're moments away. Yes, yes. But my phone is. Oh, I see. It's. Speaking of abuse, everyone was all excited about this boxing match yesterday. Oh, right. And I just didn't care once someone said, oh, yeah, Mayweather, he beats up uh, his girlfriends. No one even talked about it. Is this the Chris Brown version where you can just do it? Oh, I thought it like doesn't matter? it's all that was on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Well, that it wasn't until tw- the day of the fight on Twitter that people were saying, oh, yeah, he punches his girlfriends. They did. Um, and then Pacquiao somebody... hates... Gay He's like a Catholic guy, so I don't care about either of them. Right. I wanted them to simultaneously knock each other out like Apollo Creed and Rocky. <laughs> uh, well, also, uh, that kind of stuff goes on in sports in general all the time. So I think people get sensitive when each individual thing happens. But, uh, you know, as yeah. you know, there was like the video of the guy just punching his girlfriend in the elevator. It just... Ugh. Men on steroids is not good. No. We'll accept it someday. It's not going to happen anytime soon. But The scariest one that I I think the guy's going to prison, I'm pretty sure he is. There's this MMA guy. He was, like, called the murder machine or something. Uh, and he was dating a porn star, of course. But he, it, you, she didn't even look like a person. He, he beat her so severely. Uh, it's like, well... He was a scary MMA guy. He, you look at the picture, it's like, oh, it seems like all he would do is that. You're just rolling up. What yeah. are you doing? What are you doing? You can't go in there. He doesn't oh, understand. Sorry, I, that was real screaming. Sorry That's about okay. that. That's okay. That's okay. We may have peaked a little. <laughs> I'll just go back. <laughs> There's a guy that just rolled in front of us, slowed down, and was going to And enter. now he's rolling away. He, he didn't like where he slowly went. So he's slowly going somewhere he is better. The worst, and he's driving my exact car. Ugh, that, that guy will make you hate a fit. Uh oh. Delta here. Oh okay. But we. Oh here we go. Here's here we go. Address. Good. Um, this person's a lunatic Fuck too. Fuck you. Why is everyone crazy? Uh, that guy's a dick because he's driving a really fancy BMW. I'm sorry. This is. This is a cab. Th- Oh, every and uh, now we're honking. I this is uh, you know LAX is just one of these places where I just something happens to me, and I get a knot in my stomach. And this is one of those situations where we're we're all uh, we're late, and uh, these guys that cab. Look, I can't even form a sentence. I'm so stressed. <laughs> it's really pretty stressful. But you know what? Then once once we get out of this area, oh, it's it's yeah. like it's almost like when you 
someone holds your arms down and you press up against them, it feels like your arms are floating? Yes, it's it's the classic uh, Titanic bow of the boat or, or the calm after the storm, the quiet after the calm. There he is. Yep, he uh, saw us too. And uh, won't make it. He's angry. He's. I hope he's not upset. There he's he is. He's fine. He's Here on he the is. phone. Oh, he's just talking. He's talking to folks. <laughs> um, he's almost here. The back is ready for him. Is this unlocked? Unlocked. It is unlocked. indeed. Unlocked. It is indeed. Okay, good. Hi. Hello, Joe. How are you? Hi. Gonna smash anything? Nope. <clears throat> Is this thing back there? Uh, yes. Hi, friend. Hi, Joe. I'm sorry, we're Here's so a late. Mic for you. How are you both? Hate to make you wait like that. I'm, sh- I'm, I'm sure it's tearing you up inside. <laughs> it's, it's. I'm, I'm gonna take uh, half the blame. I'm gonna take half of it. Okay. Sorry, Karen. Earlier, I said it. I, I always said that because when I called, you answered the phone. You went, "We're on our way." <laughs> I know you are. I'm just this. letting you know, I'm not happy about it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't giving you shit. I was. Uh, I just didn't know what lane to stand in. Oh, right, because all uh, those people. Yeah, you do. You do have an interesting timetable conversion. I am not a punctual person, <laughs> and you're right. I'm also not repentant, really, in the least. That's fine. Or I would change it. That's fine. Yeah, it's That's... one of, but it's like, it's like so far down on my list of problems that I have <laughs> that I just can't, it's not, it's not a, I got to fix some other shit first. That's fine. We, we, you know, we all have our things that we need to work on. You and know? you know, I love you, Joe. I, I just realized one of the only, the, one of the only you. things I do right is I being do. on time. Is that true? That's one of the only... I just... I've, I've been patting myself on the back today. And well, I'm just going to... Yeah, yeah. How are you doing, man? Ah, pretty good. How are you, I haven't Joe? seen you since that night at my house. That was a fun night at your house. Woo! I wasn't there. Well, it was the night was, I, I well, got to know Joe. We were that... My roommate, Nate Craig, was there. I told you about this, Karen. We, we left a bar at 2 a.m. Oh. I had just met Chris. <laughs> and Nate said, can Chris come? I said, Sure. I didn't know who he was. And then I was like, oh, wait, you're Chris Fairbanks. Right? Yeah, we've seen each other a few times, yeah. but never really Did you think fully he was classically good looking? Embraced. Uh, after I was close to him in the kitchen, I did. Okay, good. After yeah. a few whiskeys in the kitchen. We right. Were it takes, that's what it takes for most people. <laughs> and I, when I say, I, you have to keep the word podcast in there and podcast handsome. Oh, podcast that's what I wanted. Handsome. I want that to be my new handle. Podcast handsome? Yeah, yeah. It's like so a classic can... face for radio, that joke my dad used to say. But it's... I'm, I, you know what? I'm going to bail on it. it That's doesn't... my favorite of your dad's old routine. <laughs> yeah, that that was that <laughs> and uh, the old pulling his pants up and falling downstairs on purpose, <laughs> which he did a number but of can times. can I ask, did you, had you guys done a show together? You were just partying like stand-up comedians like I, to. Oddly, no. We, I, I yeah. saw you, Joe, at Cabin when I did... In New York, I did Cabin and I was like, hi... And then that's all. Yeah, that's... I, yeah. I remember it after you mentioned that meeting you there. No, the the night that we. But you mean the night that we hung out? Were we doing a show? Yes. It was. The, I, what I'm saying is, why wasn't I invited? Essentially, it, it was the rap party for Riot Fest. That's what it was. We had our own rap party. Oh, I left early. Oh yeah, no, it was a bar. Yeah, that, yeah. We that. ran into each other at that bar, but I didn't get there till like one fifteen, and it was like wrapping up, and I was mad because uh, I had to. <laughs> Escape reality that I didn't get shit faced, right? So I was like, "Will anybody come to my house?" 
and get shit-faced starting now with me. And, and Nate Craig and Chris and James Adomian stepped up to the plate. Sweet. That's a nice combination. It we was very a, fun. It was very fun. It was very fun. So I would have invited you had we're not 2.30. I think we arrived at my place at 2.30. And also, had it not been a boys-only, no-girls-allowed party. Yeah, Sorry, Karen. full-on sausage yeah. party. Well, that's the first thing we did, and it had like a... Uh, backwards ass no girls allowed <laughs> and we flip the sign and we put it on the front like yeah. a clubhouse you I know? can relate yeah. to that yeah I get it so so this is the podcast like what's the yeah. this is it this I mean, is where the magic happens if your expectations were higher no 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 that's, it's I didn't not mean too that late. as a criticism <laughs> I just mean like no, this is it we're doing it we're doing yeah it. we're doing it yeah we don't have much of a format we're not gonna say did you do your prepared uh, topic material did you prepare it? I mean, rather. See, I can't even. This is one of the podcast things. A lot of times I can't even talk, you know, depending on how much sleep I've not had. And I didn't sleep a lot la- last night. What it's, were you doing? I just I did, went to the West Side Theater in Santa Monica. And then afterwards, there's two reasons I drink <laughs> after shows. If the show goes well, I have drinks. And if it goes terrible, I have drinks. Yeah. Uh, so if I do have, I have like a mediocre show, I, I usually am healthy afterwards. Well, but what I, was last night? Last night I had a good show. So you okay. had drinks? Yes, with the I other comedians. Who, what comedians did you drink with? They are all, there were a lot of West Side, it's, uh, one of the guys was the guy who runs uh, the West Side Theater, Chris Gorbos, who yeah. I, he's like an improv guy. He's a nice guy. He's a great guy, he yeah. was, and uh, he did stand-up, and it was his birthday, and he had, he had good jokes. That's great. Nice. Had a good time. Played darts with some other dudes that I just met. Uh, and uh, a guy got in my face. I almost got in a fight. Oh. And uh, over darts, uh, I walked by. I knew it was dumb to walk in front of the dartboard. He threw it anyway. I stared at him for a while. He was a lot larger than me. I just kept staring at him. I was not smiling. And then uh, he got up in my face. He got his fucking meat hooks. Okay. On my shoulders. Okay. And I said, hey, get to the, you know, I'm not in that mood. Mm. I changed I my see. tune. Oh, I'm good. A, That's I'm good. a pussy. I understand. Pussy. Well. Uh, good for so you, though. Good for you to stand up to that guy. Yeah, I stared. I, yeah, I did my best at standing up to him. I do that. I do that. I do a stare. I, I run my mouth, man. Yeah. Like, like I run my mouth like a guy's girlfriend in a movie theater does. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's, like, as if there's, like, a man there that's going to fight for me. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how I've not had my face beaten. I have it coming to me. Certainly, I deserve a good beating at this point. You'll get one. Don't worry. You'll <laughs> get one one day. It has. It's been a few years, but it has happened to me where I just realized there there is a place for my comedy and there's a place not for it. And the times I've really bombed is when it's in the street and someone is punching me. That's when I know <laughs> I've had a horrible show. You've made a the horrible one man show. Yeah. Wait, oh, Joe, where were you just now? Where yeah. did we just pick you up from coming from? I was in uh, the great city of Madison. Madison oh, Madison. nice. Yeah, it was a comedy club on state in Madison. Great club. I love that Very club. Very nice club. Low ceilings, you're in a corner, stone walls, smart people. Yes. Nice town. Yeah, it was. everything was good about the gig. The crowds were good. The, yeah. In fact, I'll take the time now to make a public thank you. Uh, to the club, uh, thank you for a great weekend, great great room, great staff, great owners, great crowds, great shows, great town. Wow. Uh, that's I like that club because a family owns it. Like the daughters run it, and the uh, the parents uh, just kind of 
put, put, I don't know what they do. They show up and support. Well, it was my birthday when I worked there, and they surprised me with a cake. No one's ever done that. Nice. Surprise! Nice. We knew it was your birthday. <laughs> and I walked in the room and... Because they got your tax information. It was... Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. It's my it's my social security number. They nice. were... It was an amazingly nice club. They have a great in-house system where they can record all your shows, which is awesome. Wow. And they... Uh, yeah, the second night, or the last night, rather, it was, uh, I was, like, in between shows, I was like, man, I'm hungry, and uh, I got to go get some food, and uh, one of the girls that runs the place was like, oh, I have a bunch of sandwiches coming, sit tight. She got, like, this tray of, like, catered Jimmy John sandwiches. Yeah, classy. Yeah, they, and she's like, come in the office. She, like, brought me in for my own eating session, which was nice. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have to eat with the with everybody else. They are the best that way. <laughs> I just realized I never knew before, but that's what I've been waiting for all my life, is for someone to bring me into a private eating session. Yeah, just guided. That's everything. Let's uh, bring you into our session room. <laughs> it's just down this hallway. This is how much we love you. By the way, you really will be special. in here alone. It's yeah, so were you good. ever, like, on set for something where, like, I was on set for something once and, like, the background actors went and got at lunch, for, uh, like, when they put it out and then they got reprimanded and they were like, the crew has to eat first, guys. I yeah. felt so bad for the background actors. It was like, they didn't know and, uh yeah. I feel so stupid right now. So I was the opposite of that last night. She was you like, were the you, crew. Yeah, she's like, you'll eat first. That, even though you're, you, you feel rested. bad. The looking down on the background actors, it kind of feels good to walk by them and get your food first, and then stare at them all. I mean, and then eat in front of them. Human beings love a class system. <laughs> yeah, they do. No matter what end on it, because for them it's motivating. Like, right. I, I want to be Joe DeRosa someday. Yeah. Look at him eating first. Look at him eat that sandwich. Plus, he's making more than one hundred and seventy-five dollars a day. It's. <laughs> Is it 175 a day? I if uh, that's a good I mean that's pretty good, right? That would be great. I was on a I was on a <laughs> western So it probably country, isn't right? then. Yeah, I think it's like 100, right? There's a western I was in in Austin that uh that it was called American Outlaws. It had like Man, that's such an original title. Yeah, it was so <laughs> du- and it was them was it trying about to, bad guys and stuff. It was about uh <laughs> Billy the Kid or I don't know. I forget everything. There was Pinkertons in it. Oh, cool. And uh Anyway, I the director had only directed Flubber. That, <laughs> and well, I, that's still that's like a real movie. That's a yeah. real movie director. And I used his nice clean porta potty because the other one was down by the the extras holding area. It was like 125 degrees. I'm not. No, it was 115 one day. They made T-shirts. It was 115 degrees. I got bit by a scorpion. <laughs> anyway, I got hurt. It hurts so... I laughed. I couldn't believe how bad it hurt. I'm like, oh, I'm getting stung by a bee. And then it just got more and more intense. And to where I just had to giggle. Because I don't know what to do when something hurts that bad. I just... And then uh, I pulled out, pulled the pants down. They were shooting. All of a sudden in the background, someone yanks their pants down. I didn't have period underwear. They were purple, so they had to cut. And then I pulled out. (laughs) And this little tiny white scorpion... It was tiny. Oh, that's bad. And this that's guy horrible. crushed it yeah. with a rock. He's like, you really have to. And I'm like, easy. You're overdoing it. And he crushed it, and it was all mangled. We looked away for a second. It had crawled away. They are they are such a weird little prehistoric They're little guy. They're built to live. But, then but I, that's bad. Small is bad with scorpions. Yeah. It, and is I didn't true? know. Because they have more poison or something? Yeah. I learned that from Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> <laughs> that must be where I got what it. can't you learn from that movie? <laughs> He says that when it comes to scorpions, the bigger the better. 
Yeah, I, I believe that that's probably factual. That's I don't what think they, they just made it up. When it stung <laughs> me and I thought I was overreacting and scared, I thought they killed you, by the way. I, th- I was like, well, this is it. They, the scorpion was just in my pants. I, we had just been taken off this cattle That's truck. Horrifying. Anyway, and then they wouldn't give me Benadryl or anything. They're like, "You might be allergic." I got bit by scorpion. <laughs> anyway, and then I went to the porta potty, and it was Flubber Director's porta potty, and I, I almost got kicked off set until I reminded them of the potential scorpion lawsuit. Yes. <laughs> and then I was fine. <laughs> That's the end of my long story. That was pretty good. I liked I it. I liked it. Uh, I liked it. Wait, that made me think, though. But $175 a day, yeah. That's what we got paid back then. It that made was me the old think. Days. Joe was just on Better Call Saul. Yes. Oh, that's. I want to see that. It's so good. It's such a good... It's. Just, can you describe your character on it, or is it not coming out yet? Or no, it's, no out. it's out. I can talk about it. Yeah. Do it. Talk you about want it, because I'm so excited. Karen, it's, thank you. Of course. Uh, I play a... Uh, I play like a, like a dirty veterinarian... Mm-hmm. Uh, who, uh, like a crooked one or an unclean, like a yeah, yeah, no, like <laughs> filthy, <laughs> filthy veteran. Yeah, this prequel series centers more around hygiene than, <laughs> than crime. Uh, now it's uh, yeah, I play like this sort of crooked veterinarian who uh, uh, there's a you know spoiler alert if you haven't seen it yet, whatever. But like Mike, Mike comes to me and says like. He needs me to help him sew up a bullet wound or something. And I say, like, hey, man, if you're looking for work, wink, wink. And he's like, no, nah, I don't want that kind of work. And then he comes back to me later and he's like, you know, do you still know those people? Because I need some work. So and then they mentioned me in another episode where a guy goes, the vet always hires good people. That's great. So <laughs> that's do you think that maybe because they mentioned you again, it might be a reoccurring thing? Or are you just hoping I for hope that? So. I hope so. It's you know, it's it's one of those shows where everything's pretty, pretty under hard wraps, you know, so it was so I, I don't know. It was surprising to me, though, because a couple key people had mentioned how much they liked it. But I really thought it would blow up on Twitter being a Breaking Bad uh, sequel uh-huh. or prequel. Uh, so when I so I figured kind of subconsciously something must be wrong with it because people aren't talking about it that much. Right. And someone told me like, no, you, it's amazing. Like you have to watch it. It's amazing. It's terrific. And yeah, and from the second the first episode started, I was like, this is um like a beautiful masterpiece oh, that's, 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 yeah. well it's cool to be part of something yeah. like that that people uh, I am going to watch you on it tonight I'm, I'm excited about it I've been, I haven't had a ton of acting work but the stuff I've been in has been really cool stuff so I feel very privileged that yeah that's the cool, cool part things. of getting acting work as a comedian because it's just uh, yeah I can do that I guess that plan B thing right. that people strive for and then right. you get a great gig like that that all these trained Juilliard Dorks never get to do. Uh, excuse these... me, I went to Juilliard. So... <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. It um. was the gig. It was the. It was the gig that I wanted to uh, go find my acting teacher. One particular acting teacher I had in college, and uh, be like, see, because <laughs> he told me once that I was too one note and that I needed to expand whatever and that basically like really shit on me at like the most vulnerable time in my life where you're like were you going to your teacher and you're being like am I any good at this like do I like I don't know like I'm in I'm a college kid like should I keep doing this or not because 
I can't get booked in any of the school plays because I'm not a theater major, well, and what? they only book the theater majors. So, like, you know, you're just looking for any sort of reassurance yeah. that, like, maybe you should keep at it. Because the teachers were, not all of them, but many of them in my school were surprisingly un nurturing <laughs> yeah you know because yeah, they're all it's the old those who can't do teach thing that i i always had a huge problem with that because it's these people that they are loving lording pretending that they are experts over people who wouldn't know better when in reality and when you get older you realize clearly if they were in this small town near my parents' house, yeah. they probably weren't that good at acting. Right. It was so easy. <laughs> right, right. So see, when I was in art school, I had these painting classes, and the teacher they would say, you know, try and critique what I was doing, and it and it was hard for them because I'd be like, oh no, I've seen your paintings. Yeah. They're in your office. You're you're a terrible artist. I. <laughs> I, d- I don't want to listen to what you have to say at all. You do those weird stretched out horses, blur you. Horses, you're a horrible <laughs> oh, painter. Marianne Bongiorni. Yeah. Oh, name yeah. check. Okay. That's a straight up name check. There we check. go. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I was proud of myself that I didn't name the person <laughs> that you, you just went there. Yeah. Go there. Go so there. Now I feel like a pussy. That was not even the teacher. that. Uh, that's just whose paintings I was describing. The guy... A totally different teacher, but they can all go to hell. I also just love the note of your two one note, where it's like, have you seen any Hollywood movie with any actors? Yeah, what? Like Keanu Reeves, Tom Tom the only, Cruise. Yeah, yeah, the only yeah. the only movie you have to be multiple noted for is like a Bollywood film where you're like <laughs> you're a villain in this first scene, and then you got to break into a song and dance. <laughs> yeah, right? and then you're uh, then we go to the romantic interlude. Yeah. It's possibly possibly the worst note you could give an aspiring actor is is don't try to try not to be typecast. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no, that actually will get you work. That's how it yeah. works in Hollywood, yeah. literally. Oh, you mean like that that damn that unknown De Niro guy did in the beginning? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, I don't know. that was there were those were that was like one of my what I would call my sulking credit. You know, I remember yeah. I wrote a one act play in college too. And they, I wanted to, I mean, talk about a bunch of fucking cunts, right? <laughs> I, I wanted to, I wanted to produce the one act play that I wrote in the fucking who gives a shit black box theater. Yeah. Uh, you know what that I mean? sacred space? It would cost them no money. Right. I just want it, like, give me a week where I can do my thing here. And you and weren't, they, no support. they met about it. The teachers all met oh, and they said God's no. Oh, for sake. And wow. they said No. And when I got my, when I worked on Wet Out American Summer, I wanted to fly to each of them. <laughs> and be like, do you see that I'm a professional writer now? <laughs> Fuck you. It made me so fucking mad. But man. there are those, and I'll be the irritating person who says it. Yeah. The reason that you're on Wet Hot American Summer is because those people didn't see what you had to offer, and it made it gave you that gas to get you even further. Yeah, that's that's you're the right. same reason I wish my dad had hit me. Yes. I, I, <laughs> I do, do. Do you know how successful of a comedian I would be if he wasn't so goddamn supportive my yeah. whole life? Yeah. And Karen, I like that you <laughs> went Henry Rollins with that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I made out with Henry Rollins one time. What? Yeah. What was that like? Black Flag uh, Henry Rollins? It was for a sketch. So let's just actually qualify it in reality. Okay. Uh, what was the sketch? It was when I worked on um, Zach Galifianakis' talk show for three months. I remember that. And uh, Henry Rollins was a guest. I was playing Zach's mother. So they had me, I had like big, crazy, basically 50s mom hair and a, like a 50s cocktail dress on. 
and Zach's trying to like kiss up to Henry Rollins and then I come out of the house all drunk and like Zach get in here whatever he's like mom stop embarrassing me and then me and Henry Rollins just make out and he like laid me down we were on the front porch of this house and he literally laid me down like we made out they finally call cut and he stood up and goes, you've done that before. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I was A, acting, and B, just kissing you back. Like, don't stand up and call me a slut. That guy, he just judges people. He's like, if anyone ever had a drink, he's like, well, you do that every day, don't you? Like, he's, that's the kind of guy he is. He's a reformed, straight-edgy type guy. I'm a big Black Flag fan. Of the, the of the Rollins years, there was, you were one letter away from really causing a problem on the spot. <laughs> you know, black and then almost <laughs> saying another slur, or not that black's a slur. You know what I mean? <laughs> it you know depends I mean. on how if you're yelling. It. We're in L.A. Every you know, you got everything's dangerous to say out That's here. True. Uh, uh, the uh, oh, I I tweeted. Speaking of black, I tweeted. I was very proud of this tweet at the airport this morning. There was a coffee called Black Thunder. I saw that. <laughs> And I said, this coffee place named one of their brews after Keith Robinson. <laughs> very, very proud of that tweet. Simple, simple fun. Uh, that guy's so funny. But I'm a big, he's hilarious. He's so funny. Uh, but I'm a big, uh, I almost said I'm a big Keith Robinson fan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am. I'm a big Black Flag fan, but uh, he is very, uh, I lo- as much as I want to meet Henry Rollins, he's very, I saw a video of him once on, on YouTube. It's not a very old video, uh, Doing stand-up? No, he's like in the back. This is the, it's funny you say that, Karen, because here's the weird part. When he does his like spoken word stand-up stuff, he seems like such a jovial, like approachable guy. <laughs> yeah. And he's got a great sense of humor. He makes fun of himself. Then you get him into an interview, and he gets like fucking intense eyes. And you're like, where did the fun guy go? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I bet you know? it's because he gets nervous and... He wants people to take him seriously. It's that deadly thing. Comics do the same exact thing all the time. Right. Where, like, one ounce of fame or, like, a pan- paneling on something or whatever, and suddenly they're the most, like, airless, boring person in the world because people just want to be taken seriously. Yeah, and they yeah. think that's how you do it. Instead yeah. of, like, continuing to be kind of awesome and real. Yeah. They, no. like, t- tighten up their assholes. They have... Yeah, totally. There's a music festival here in L.A. called the... Fuck- is it Fuck Yeah Fest? Mm-hmm. FYF? Yeah. And they have comedy at it. Uh, or they did a couple years ago. And so we were able to go see shows and, like, stand backstage, which was neat. I, I really wanted to see Dinosaur Jr. And we got Wait, to hang I, out. I was with you. And then, so we okay. saw Henry Rollins, like, oh, maybe you weren't there. I wasn't I, there Because Henry Rollins was cartoonishly in the background enjoying <laughs> Dinosaur Jr., which I didn't expect. I thought maybe... The, they, Dinosaur Jr. maybe would have a history of not being hardcore enough for him to like him, I guess. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But he was like dance. He was smiling and dancing and like getting super excited. He's way into. And then afterwards, the guy Tyler, 
Taylor, God, what's his name? I don't know. Photography. Tyler, which the Dave, creator? Yeah, yeah. Tyler, the, uh, Dan, the automator, as with him, uh, is taking uh, photos of these guys. And so I'm just standing there with Dave Maskus from Dinosaur Jr. And, and Henry Rollins. And then, and then he goes, what are you doing here? Like, kind of like, why are you standing here? What do you want? I was Henry like, Rollins oh, said that or Jay yeah, Maskus? yeah. Henry Rollins, uh, Jay Maskus said nothing. He's kind of was creeping me out. But, uh, I said, oh, I'm a comedian. I'm doing comedy in the, uh, in the, and he'd like, well, I sure would like to do that. And it was so weird to me. It's like, oh, you know, you probably could. Yeah. You probably just, anywhere you want. And they go, <laughs> you could just walk on yeah. during any show. Exactly. <laughs> no, he was like, well, who would I talk to about <laughs> that? And I that. said, oh yeah, this guy, Ryan McNinneman, I, I, I could get you his info. And then I, but at that that's pretty much my story, but I walked away thinking, I'm not going to fucking book Henry Rollins. <laughs> he can figure it out himself. So That's I didn't, right. like, get them together. Yeah, well... But he did go. ask me to be the go-between. I guess I'm kind of bragging. <laughs> I think we all are today. But we all I started are. it. Yeah, carrying me out with Henry Rollins. I always forget that fact and what, like, what real power that fact wields. I never tell anybody. Yeah, so that's why that's why I pulled it out. Yeah, of the and why did I pull mine out? Because you already had made out with them. Like mine's just a conversation. I really listen. That's what podcasting is. We're just it's just a, con- a, a conversation contest. It's all it's all a contest. It's all a contest. I'm thinking about discontinuing my podcast. <laughs> why? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not trying. This podcast reminded you, maybe. <laughs> it just made me think of that. No, because of what you just said. Because of the contest. I'm kind of thinking of just stopping it. I yeah. just got onto the network, the same network you guys yeah. were on. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I started doing one with Kurt Braunholer. Uh, we do it, like, sporadically and release it through our uh, respective podcasts. What's that called, just in case people It's called Emotional it. Hangs. And it's about <laughs> it's about Kurt and I as adult men, like, in basically in real time, exploring our friendship developing like nice. as two grown men and vulnerability and you know, like when friends aren't when two grown men aren't scared to be a little vulnerable so it's fun we talk about like we'll be like you know like one of the things once was like you know you you sent me a text kurt you i gave kurt a pep talk because he was feeling down on the road then he sent me a text and he's like i love you buddy and I was like, Kurt, I wanted to say I love you, but too so bad, but I was scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was like, I probably would have made fun of you because I'm not comfortable with it, but I do love you. Like, it's stuff like that. Yeah, I feel, with that situation, I feel like I'm being set up. I, I just get 12 years old, I rarely say I love you back, but... It's a jackass prank where you say it, and then they just take they that go, audio ah! recording. Yeah, but I'm. I enjoyed like when I started doing that one. I was like, man, I f- this is really fun. And I feel like there's a purpose to this podcast. Yeah, it just made me look at mine after a year and a half of doing it. And I just kind of was like, oh Christ, who cares? Does <laughs> need to hear me like discuss anxiety? Yeah, but I li- I did your anybody? podcast and I it really f- liked it because it was fun. you did like you wrote a lot for it. So all the topics. It wasn't your average podcast where, like, today we're going to blah, 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 and then it's just dudes talking. Like, you wrote essays about the topic. I it, I thought it was very, like, pointed and, and good. Thanks. Yeah, that's... I got to get back into doing that. I, I've gotten, like... I've once When I had to do solo ones, I stopped, which I started having to do a lot because it's impossible to book guests. Yeah. Uh-huh. Especially least, when you're late to pick them up all the time. Yeah, well, <laughs> I swear <laughs> I was giving you shit about the time thing. I would, uh, you didn't think I was giving you <laughs> no, shit. No, 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 no. I know. No. Please 
Let's not do this again. Please, Let's please. not break up again. We're right on the verge of breaking up again. <laughs> Joe and I have been going through some rocky times lately. Oh, Here's you guys, the thing. I didn't know you guys were an item. Oh, uh, no, we're oh, not. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> we're like a friendship breakup. We're a friendship almost. item. Oh, I got you. A lot yeah. of people want to be just like us friendship-wise. But Joe and I are like... Um, you, I, I just told this to Georgia Hardstark. My favorite thing about my friendship with Joe, which started because we worked on Pete Holmes' show together. Oh, uh, you worked on that show? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And That's where Karen and I met. Joe is the kind of guy that after a party or a hangout, will call you the next day to talk about it, which is my favorite thing to do <laughs> in the world. And these days, no one, even girls don't really do anymore. It's like, maybe you'll get like a text of like, that was crazy or talk about one thing. But like, Joe will go over it piece by goddamn piece. And it's, that's my favorite, favorite thing to do. I love it. I it's love so that you fun. love doing that. I yeah. can always count on you to go down the, the whole list. And I mean, I'm talking about, Chris, we're talking about like, did you see what she was wearing? Right. Like yeah. stuff like that's that in there. That was the example I was just going <laughs> to throw out. Did you oh, see that's someone, did you see so-and-so's shoes? That is has 100% been said. <laughs> yes. Did you see what she was wearing? What is she, crazy? And meanwhile, I've been wearing the same clothes for five years, well, but I have no problem I want to do it with you, Joe. Uh, okay, the night I hung out uh, at your place, what was up with Adomian just laying on the couch that whole time, kind of slouched back? He never stood up. There, see, that's my example. Yeah. <laughs> he did not, he laid did down. Did he do that? Yeah, yeah, he laid down. I'll tell you one thing I like about James. Open. And James and I are friends. And I would say I know James as about as... I, I, I talk to you, Karen, I talk to you more, but I know James in the same way that I know you, where it's like we kind of met doing stand-up. And, yeah. Uh, we haven't known each other time-wise a terribly long amount of time. But, you know, like, we're friends. You yeah. know what I mean? It was, like, kind of a fast friend kind of thing where I'm like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, me too. I, he and, used to live in a house with all the midnight show guys, the, uh, that sketch show at UCB. Right. And that's, I was there uh, often sleeping there because of my, my drinking. Yeah, it's fine. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. We're, we're all pulling <laughs> And he it. has these, <laughs> these brothers that are kind of like these O'Doyle rules type dudes. I know. Isn't that They're funny? They're kind of like tough guys. But one of them really looks and sounds like him, and I was on the couch, and I thought James had come in late at night, and he sat down, and I just, I can't remember what I was spilling my guts about, and he was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and I look over, and it wasn't James, it was his brother <laughs> that, I, that I'd never met before. That uh, I just saw him almost getting a fight. With that Golden is such. Gun. That is would be such an awesome Seinfeld. <laughs> I didn't know they sound the same. They tell him some crazy secret. Oh, that's such a good Seinfeld premise. The, uh, um, yeah, the thing I love about James is now I talk to Karen. Karen, you and I talk a lot. Mm-hmm. James and I rarely talk on the phone or anything like. We never talk on the phone, but I don't see him a ton. But when I do see him, it's right back where we left it yeah, off, which I, I appreciate about. So yeah, that's great. He will lay on the couch because he's comfortable. <laughs> that's what it was. He was comfortable. I was pacing around. You were pacing around like a lunatic. I was. That, this, this, what that's what that was about. Him laying on the couch made is you me, pace. Yeah, it's holding up a mirror to my anxiety of, of having just met a new person. Not knowing where the bathroom was. I remember I had to go to the bathroom. I was too worried about asking. <laughs> I didn't know how Basic we'd... Uh, facilities. <laughs> I, how I'd get home. It was late. I was intimidated because you have a nice car and I have a not a nice car. I don't have that car anymore. It was a beautiful car. I liked it. It was a very was a Challenger? Car. It was a Dodge Challenger, but yeah. it wasn't a good day-to-day car, so I traded no. it for like a good day-to-day car. What's your day-to-day car? I have a Jeep Liberty uh, Limited. Balance. 
limited. Yeah. Uh, and it's very nice. Sunroof, windows all around. What it's color? Black. Sweet. It's funny that limited it with bumps. cars. It's got some good. It's got good speakers in it. So, oh, sweet. It's a great like hip hop car. It's a great like <laughs> West Side Connection car, <laughs> which I like quite a bit. Did you ever drive down to the LBC? Uh, no. For some drama? <laughs> well, I got drama. I got all the drama I need in my house. Okay. You know? Yeah. I got, you know, I don't need any more drama. I want to go to Compton and go to that barbecue place in Compton. There's like a fame. It's called a... Just the one? Uh, there's call, well, there's one that's like... I it's think like I've been across the board rated the best barbecue place in L.A. I all think- the reviews are like, I'm from Texas and it's the shit. Uh... What did, you know the we, name? I no, I can't think of the name, but I they they have like a sandwich that it, or a burger that is also fifteen feet feet feet. Look at me, I'm not even doing one foot, and I said fifteen. It's about a foot tall. It's about a foot. Yeah, tall? Yeah, towers. It like leans over. That's cool. But Hamburger? it was mostly barbecue, and wow. it was in a part of L.A. that I felt nervous in. But we had cameras and stuff. It was for that fuel show, and we were just talking. And they were the sweetest people ever. Uh, but I, I did get sick. You got sick? Yeah, it tasted great. Why did you sick, though? I don't know. Some chicken touched some pork. Uh, <laughs> they had a B rating. I don't, I'm don't. i not blaming it on that. I'm glad I haven't said the name. Yes, A I, lot of the I people there would kill me for a dollar. The employees. <laughs> That's racist. But I, no, it isn't. I, they, they were these German guys that worked in the kitchen. <laughs> they were Germans. Oh, they shipped in some Germans yeah. to make barbecue? Yeah, I so don't you're racist. Okay. I'm talking you're about. You're racist. You are. Chris. It's not the same place. We're talking about different places. I was like, I'm talking about the McRib coming back into Compton. I love a McRib. I saw the billboard once, and I had to stop and get it immediately. (laughs) Did you? I love the McRib. I've never had one. It's delicious. It's McDonald's doing a barbecued pork sandwich. I mean, how could it be bad? It's because they pour it into a mold, and there's fake the shape, like Flintstones cartoonish bones in it. But they aren't bones. They're just like, hey, it's kind of shaped like... The way you'd think ribs would be shaped, right? They've sort of fallen in. off of that thing in recent years. It's more of just like a, a pork patty now. Oh, okay. Because uh, people got creeped out by the shape. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah it wasn't yeah, yeah. fooling anyone. Yeah. <laughs> it's delicious. I can eat bones now. <laughs> this is the best. Yeah, it's a, it's a great sandwich, man. You know I, I'm devastated about the news that McDonald's is having hard times. I love McDonald's. I will support it till the day financially. I die. Financially. Wow. They're financially having hard times. Why is that so hard for me to believe? They lost... Their profit margin was down like... It was an insane... I'm pulling a number out of my ass right now, but it was like literally like... Three hundred million dollars, or so. Like there, there are like thirty-five McDonald's locations that are going to close. Why? Wow. Why is there a reason for it? Are people generally? I think everyone's getting so. People are just starting to realize they're killing themselves. I mean, it's such a. People are really unhealthy. I say, being one of the leaders of that group, uh, and like well, that. That food is so awful. It's not just like standardly bad of like I shouldn't eat this yeah. fried chicken sandwich. It's like they put sugar on their french fries. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, they're fucking so good though, aren't they're they? So they good. Are the fries they're so good. They're so good. And they're so good at like 2.30 in the morning. Well, that, that's yeah. similar to Walmart in that everyone leaving a McDonald's, I've noticed, has the same limp. <laughs> they're all and like the walking out. oxygen tank. Just this kind of, oh, my sh- the sugar in my ankle is making yeah. me limp again type of a... It's, it's a brilliant... It's a brilliant business structure. Like, I've, I've discussed McDonald's at length with people and how <laughs> it's the only food. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed this, but I certainly have. 
You can pull it apart with your tongue. <laughs> you can pull a McDonald's cheeseburger apart with your tongue. And it's like, here you go. Anybody at any age with any amount of teeth can eat this. And it's still delicious. And it always tastes exactly the same. Exactly the same. It's, it's, it's the Starbucks thing. It's yeah. why Starbucks is so popular. People just want to know what they're going to get. Yeah. So they can make the informed decision of like, okay, here's $5. I'm going to get that exact same cheeseburger every time. And you know what? I'll say this. I can't Are stop you? laughing at this is a vision of someone's tongue out and using it as a cutting tool. I didn't. I guess you'd put a burger there, then stick you, you your could like gum it. it. You could yeah. like rip it off and right. gum it, and then like pull it apart. That's so funny, though. It's it's. I I always say it's cartoon food. It literally <laughs> looks like the hamburgers, like that Wimpy eats in Popeye. Yeah. Or I, in a cartoon, I always was jealous when they like uh, take a bite out of chicken and they they just bit f- far enough into the drumstick that they would have hit bone. But it's cartoon, so it's just a. Thing all meat, of all meat yeah. with yep. a chicken handle. That's why I always get the turkey leg at Disneyland. <laughs> that's what that's like. That's, that's huge turkey leg. The visual of people walking around with a huge turkey leg is so it's hilarious. It feels powerful though. Yeah. It's like when you have a turkey leg that size, you you feel like you're you could. Uh, I'm Henry the Eighth. Yeah. Someone to death. So yeah. It's so good. Your it's wife. Like yeah. It's like you have wronged me. Kill him, and they just kill a court jester. Here's the other genius thing about McDonald's. You can't recreate it. You could sit home all day and try to make a quarter pounder. It will never taste like a quarter pounder. Right. right. You don't you know. You can recreate a Whopper. I don't like a Whopper. Sure. I'm not shitting on the Whopper, but you could recreate something that tastes sort of like a Whopper at your house. Like enough like it where you'd be like, okay. But if you want a quarter pounder or a Big Mac, you better go get a quarter pounder or a Big Mac. You and you it. better get a, a degree in chemistry because yeah, half yeah. the shit on there is like it's like yeah. different ways they've invented new versions of MSG essentially. Yeah, yeah, they had they, there's like scientific measurements. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> there is a video from Canada. I don't know if it it stands for all McDonald's, but they're like, oh, pink slime, eh? Here's how we make the McNuggets, and they like take you through every step, and, yeah. and it's all like regular stuff, and you're like, okay, that doesn't look so bad. But, I mean, maybe it's fake, or maybe it's just in Canada that's how they do it. Yeah, because in Canada, people, they care about people's health. <laughs> yeah, and they'll, they they're up shit. front, and they're like, hey, you want some cigarettes? Well, they're... here's a picture of a burnt baby Yeah. on the side that was burnt, smoldering within its mother. It just came out burnt. Their cigarettes are very powerful. Yeah, I mean, but I the... never understood the burnt baby thing. Yeah, that were the... <laughs> what the hell is happening with the... I don't get that one. Is yeah. it just like the visual supposed to upset you enough to not want to smoke? Yeah. Like if you smoke, this can happen to your baby. It's like a black... Yeah, yeah, charred like baby. I'm not like making charred, that up, right? I've, Yeah, no. I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, they... In Canada, they... Uh, they, And it is half the carton. They're like, they have to, and it was the same with their chew, which I, unfortunately, sometimes I chew. They, uh, they, exact, there's a line, and half of it is like, Marlboro, cigarettes, enjoy it. And then there's a picture of a lung that's just shriveled. Wow. And it's a huge ad for cancer. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it is. I, you know, I still bought them. It didn't affect Yeah, I... I used to love that Dennis Leary joke where he talked about how they would do that. And he was like, let me tell you something, folks. You can have cigarettes called tumors. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) You need the thing that's in them. It doesn't matter what's on the packaging. I wonder if Dennis Leary still smokes. Um, I don't know if he does. 
I wonder if Andrew Dice Clay still smokes over his own head. <laughs> I wonder if he's still, if his arm, you know, now that he's become kind of a fatter guy, if his arm is still able to do that. He's actually, he quit smoking because his hand couldn't reach his mouth anymore. <laughs> over his ear. He was doing a thing for a while where he was like on stage with like an unlit cigarette. Oh. oh, I would love like, to see him at the comedy store like tonight, just vaping on stage <laughs> with a vaporizer. It's very be, modern. That it, would be d- it did bum me out. It's like, yeah, it's not. It's like, ooh, Ice Cube, June twenty seventh at the Staples Center. Oh shit, y'all! That? I would love to go to that. I love him so much. I love him too. He looks furious in that picture. I He's used to have angry. dreams about him coming and rescuing me in weird places all the time. It was what? very strange. Very That's strange. Amazing. That's weird. It was pretty cool. One time I was on the side of a cliff, and then he just like swung in, I think, on a helicopter. It was the best. Really? That's was he the... angry? Was yeah. he yes. angry? He's like, get in here, girl. And I was like, yes. <laughs> yes, I will. Jesus. Why are you. you not talking about that on stage? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I want to keep some things to myself. Will you, write a, yeah. will you write a song about how Ice Cube is always saving you? That's I a think good that'd idea. be a good idea. One time I was in the yeah. ocean. Yeah, doll, there's, there's I, kind of nothing better that idea of someone saving you, but not like not um, treating you like a victim, like almost like giving you a hard time as they're I wanna, I'm going to write that song it's, with you. Okay, you you can have like uh, the different dream scenarios, and then it's easy. You can just use some of his lyrics. I didn't have to use pepper. my AK. Because, yeah, because uh, Ice I mean, you Ice could, Cube came you to could pick go me. hacky with it, but I was oh, thinking more. That's so mean. <laughs> I'm. I look that that was one of the few times where I like I get a little jabby. That's that's not yeah, usually my style. Yeah, you almost never do that. You I don't, almost never do. That. And I always apologize. And I can take it. I can. And take I have to. But come on. Does that's, anybody that's else always think this everyone. guy with the violin on the side of the orchestra <laughs> thing is Tom Green? Yeah. Every time I drive by, I'm like, why is there a huge picture of Tom Green? Or a young. Yakov Smirnoff. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah. that too. Yeah. The, uh, now, that's so funny and perfect, the idea of Ice Cube rescuing you. That's so funny. It's yeah, perfect. You have to do it. And you're right. It's it's what makes Indiana Jones so great. It's because he's, like, yelling at the girl. Yeah. Like, come on! Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, it's those people. It's like, there's nothing hotter than people who don't have time for your bullshit. <laughs> I think yeah. that's, like, the best... That's the best. Uh, and that's that's Ice Cube's thing. He does not even if, even if it's a family comedy. Oh, my favorite! And he's rowing in a river with his family. Well, are we there yet? Some yeah. movie like that. He's those still eyebrows. Mad. He's still mad. Still mad at his kid in he's a loving the way. Pa- the power triangle. Still doesn't under have time eye. for that shit. Um, oh god. Oh, I just was gonna say he. Uh, my favorite thing ever is he was being interviewed on Craig Ferguson. That's how long ago it was, and Craig Ferguson first asked him if he knew where Michael Jackson lived. <laughs> no, wait. First made him watch video of of Craig Ferguson doing layups, which is one of the lamest things I've ever seen. It wasn't for a joke. It was like, check this out. And yeah. then it was just like, yeah, he on. threw the tape of him doing layups. He played basketball in Montana. <sighs> and God then so. the second thing he did was ask at like, and Ice Cube's like, what do you think of that? And Ice Cube's like, just kind of shrugged. And then he, they <laughs> kept on talking, and then he was like, Michael Jackson. He's like, where do you live? And he said, West Hills or wherever he lives. He goes, yeah, doesn't uh, doesn't Michael Jackson live out there? And Ice Cube goes, man, I don't know. And he was like <laughs> super pissed. It was one, oh, it made me so fucking happy. He just like yelled oh, at his amazing. interviewer. That's amazing. Did you ever see the Jiminy Glick Ice Cube? Oh, I want to. <gasps> no. I didn't know that. It's my, probably my favorite Jiminy Glick. Oh, I he have goes, to uh, see that. He goes, 
You put on this tough guy image. <laughs> I came in the green room before this, the interview. You were doing playettes in there. <laughs> and he goes, and you insisted on the dance bar. There had to be. <laughs> <laughs> was Ice Cube just staring at him? He like he was in on the joke, and he was like he was playing it like as if it was like making him angry. But you could tell he thought it was funny. Yeah, like, he wasn't actually angry. God, he was, that, I love that. Show he so did much. when I yeah, was on Conan. Best. He was the guy. It was like Wayne Gretzky. Everyone was all excited about. But Ice Cube was there, and that's what I was excited about yeah and he had the green room right next you know that you have your little waiting rooms and he i really wanted to meet him i didn't realize until he walked in i like started rocking back and forth and <laughs> i was like okay i'm gonna and he just looked at me and i saw those eyebrows and i just turned around i didn't i was scared of him he's scary i'd love to meet ice cube yeah i know and i fucked it up i it's met never... ice tea oh how was that oh you can say your thing first i was just gonna say it's Every time I've ever met someone I actually really wanted to meet, it was so insanely disappointing yeah. that it put me off. I, I like celebrities from afar. Yeah, I think it's better. You get to keep all your illusions, and they you yeah. don't have to see them be a douchebag, which um, is usually what they do. Ice T lived up to it, I will say. Oh, good. He, he, I was really high. I was in college. I was an aspiring rapper. <laughs> oh, were you really? That's yeah, terrific. I wanted to be a rapper, and uh, I was... <laughs> I was. I went to see him. He we did like a college circuit tour where he, he spoke, the colleges, and it was they were it was awesome. He was he was awesome at it because he, he like <laughs> came out and he was like, let me tell y'all right now two things. If you're offended offended by words like shit, pussy, fuck, bitch, dick, get the fuck out right now. <laughs> that was his opening thing. <laughs> and then and he you goes, were like standing ovation. <laughs> yeah, and then he like broke down why none of those words are curse words, and he had a great argument, and he got into this. Laws break, I remember. And then he was like, and do me a favor, when you write your review in the paper tomorrow, don't fucking say I was well-spoken. Because what you're saying is I was well-spoken for a black man. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Like, he was he was so just like, this is what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Go fuck yourselves. And then he just told, like, awesome stories about, uh, about, like, his coming up in, like, gangs and, like, his years as like a pimp and like getting wow. into the record industry, getting out of jail, like going to the army, and then like all these opinions and social commentary things and blah 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 blah. But anyway, <clears throat> I wanted to meet him great. since I was a kid because he made me want to be a rapper when I was in like sixth grade. So I was I like I had to run around the whole building afterwards to find him because <laughs> uh, they were like trying to get him out like quietly. And I finally found him. I was really high and. uh all these guys were giving him, like, demo tapes and stuff. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, oh, God. That, thanks, that thanks. makes me cringe. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, he was being accommodating, like, you yeah. know. But, yeah. like, I, and, like, he just, like, finally, like, turned to me and, like, looked at me. And he was like, what's up, man? And I was like, and I was, like, shaking. I swear to God, I was almost crying. I was oh. so, like, worked up because I'd waited literally, like, t- fucking over ten years to meet the guy. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like. I, I, I'm not going to give you a demo tape or anything. I, I don't. I don't want your help with anything. I just want you to know that your your power album changed my life, and you're the reason that I you're the reason that I want to be a musician, man. Thank you so much. And he just he shook his head and he goes, "That's what's up. <laughs> Do it, man. Get out there and bang some fucking heads, man." And I was like, "Okay." And he's like, "All right, yeah, bang some fucking heads, yeah." And then he turned to this other guy and he was like, "We're trying to hit a strip club." <laughs> you guys know where a strip club is? Oh, that's the best. And that's the night he met Coco. <laughs> As a single so tear of joy rolls down Joe DeRose's cheek. That was back when, like, something, I, you know, I was 
I don't know, 20 or 21. I mean, that was back when something like that could keep you high for like Hell yeah. a week. Was that pre or post? Uh, probably po- body count. I, for some oh, reason, it was way after. I kind of didn't. I held body count again. I was really excited for body count, but I I don't know. I wasn't into it. Sorry. I love the first body count record. And it's I had think, the one, cop killer! Yeah. Tonight we get even, cop killer! You know, <laughs> with the risk of sounding provocative or, or whatever, I think if you listen to Cop Killer as a song from the standpoint of not somebody saying, let's go kill cops, which is not what the song is about. Right. But from the standpoint of somebody, like a protest song from somebody that grew up in the projects talking about, like, I'm tired of, like, getting the shit kicked out of me. Right. You know, I suddenly in that it light, it becomes, like, this, like, black flag. Yeah. Like, awesome. Like, okay. I, I love that fucking I'll song. I'll listen to it again. I, my you, friends are, I family I have are it. cops. I, I don't hate I stole the cops. cassette tape. I'll, I don't know how I'll play it, but I need to get a tape player. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you listen to it with half an open mind, it's so obvious he's talking about corrupt cop. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. like, one of those things where people turned it into... Well, it's just hard not to compare it to the fact that he plays a cop on TV now. So that, right. in my memory of it, it's like contradictory. The, but yeah. I think it was the same time as like the Tipper Gore parental guidance bullshit. Yeah, where they after, started yeah. getting really like, we've got to crack down. She single-handedly ruined hip-hop for me. I loved murder rap. <laughs> you loved what? Murder rap, like the yeah. Ghetto Boys and everything, where they graphically talked about not just kill. They talked about stabbing people, like <laughs> horror movie type killing. Yeah, they have a song called "Mind of a Lunatic" where they talk about corpse fucking in it, and I'm like, yeah. these guys have taken it all the yeah. way. Yeah, I don't know what part <laughs> of Houston the they live, where it's yeah. okay for a midget to murder children <laughs> because he's the same height as him. On, on Halloween of all nights. Are you serious? But yeah, there's a whole rap song where... Uh, oh, I want to cover that. Yeah. We, there's a... Well, Mind Playing Tricks on Me, Bushwick Bill talks about, like, his whole verse in the song is about how he went out and robbed kids for candy <laughs> yeah. on Halloween. Robbing like grown kids men. for bags. And then he talks about how one of their dads comes after them to be like, you're fucking with children. Stop it. And he's like, and then we beat the shit out of the yeah. dad. Oh, and no. then he's like, we, I came to and nobody was there with me and I was punching concrete yeah. and it wasn't even close to Halloween and I was, my mind's playing tricks on me. It's you all about like this song about being like delusional. I stuff. like him when he goes, a murder contest. You know I'll win it because in every mailbox there'll be a head with a knife in it. <laughs> yeah. Now you're really putting out a message there. If you're decapitating people, leaving the knife, putting it in a mailbox, putting the flag up. Let's talk. That you won the murder Can contest. Can we talk my favorite Get A Boys lyrics? Yes, please. Gushik uh, Bill has a song called Size Ain't Shit, where he goes, contestant number one, come on down, because you ain't winning shit but a root canal. Ooh. Oh, I hate those. When I throw a motherfucking right cross, it busts you dead in your goddamn mouth. That's a great bit. I like the cartoonish ones that barely make sense. So I, at one point, Bushwick goes, uh, dead heads and frog legs. Mmm, cake mix. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So he's so yeah. badass that, that dead heads, again, it's dead heads. Uh, I think it's right after the mailbox lyric. That's from Chucky. Both those yeah, lines yeah, are in that yeah. song, Chucky. I guess I really like the... And then they use samples of Chucky the doll from Child's Play oh. and children screaming. <laughs> it's a whole song about I'll, I'll, the worst thing you can do is let me, uh, like, babysit your kids. I'll teach them how to act. And if they ain't acting right, they're dying tonight. <laughs> ain't no use in you trying to stop it. Oh, oh. He's got a song yeah. on their third album or on their fourth album called 
or fifth album, I don't remember <coughs> what number it is, but they have an album called Till Death Do Us Part, and there's a Bushwick solo song on that called Murder Avenue, <laughs> and it's just, it's just like really, really graphic murder stuff, and then at the end of it, he's like, he's like, don't get mad at, don't get mad at the product, this is a work of art, get mad at the inspiration, this was inspired by Jeffrey Dahmer, and like, he just, oh, wow. he says that at the end, like, to be like, so it's cool. Really? Yeah. He's speaking? That's right, it's not me, it's him. <laughs> he's yeah. the one that did it, I'm he, just talking about he it. He speaks, he has a disclaimer at the end of the song? Yeah, he, he and it doesn't come, That's, it doesn't sound like he's saying a disclaimer, yeah. but he's like, it's clearly like his way of just being like, look, before. Don't give me any shit about this. Song. <laughs> he probably did that because of Tipper Gore. Um, but I, I, I used to. I still, I'm a, still a huge Ghetto Boys fan. Like I, I, I when too. they got it's... back together a few years back, I was really excited. I also and am as well. Yeah. I uh, Willie D follows me on Twitter, and it was like one of the greatest oh. days of my life. He does an advice column for Vice now. Really? Wow. Yeah. I and like... he's like. It's it's for real, like a Dear Abby, like fucking. That's great. Yeah, that's my. Fr- I wasn't that into Andrew WK, but I love that he does that. He like gets passionately. People write him letters, and I'm like, I'm 15, and I'm having this problem, and he gets way into it and writes these long, Aww. or the ones that you end up reading. Who knows if he right, does right, it right. all damn day? But he but like helps people. I out. like, yeah, yeah. He's like a motivational. Is he is he like a straight edge part? Like life is my high, or does he party? I don't know. That's oh, a good question. I think he question. parties. I think he drinks. Yeah. He must, right? Well, certainly during that album, I think that the bloody nose picture was from, like, partying and being drunk and fighting. I did a Fox News show with him once. He was really nice. Oh, that red eye thing? Yeah. Yeah. I, I met the guy from Guar before he died on there. I met a lot. I met the yeah. guy from the Vandals. I met a lot of musicians Yeah, that Odorous Ungus. He was on, uh, on, I worked on a show called The Daily Habit on Fuel, and he's on panel, and he was wearing his costume, and they, it's hard to wash that, I guess. It's just like <laughs> rubber-coated foam, but it's like a space suit, and he's a monster. But his real human testicle was just hanging out <laughs> during the whole panel. And I, I swear I could specifically smell that. No. His suit smelled in general like B.O., but his nut was there. And I'm talking about a guy who died, so I'm not making light of his life or his no, death. No, just the fact. But his nut, I've never seen a testicle hang that low. <laughs> I've never seen him a person so relaxed. Like, it was hanging out, and I was looking at it. And I realized he has to know. It was just like resting on the stool he was sitting on. <laughs> he just didn't give a fuck. And that that's guy was so that's kinda great. funny. Man. Yeah. That was out. That's so Pretty fucking cool. funny. He oh, got up, after he did his interview on Red Eye, he got up and there was blood speckled all on the desk where he was sitting that I believe had come from his mouth. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that was from. <laughs> I, again, he did die. I'm not. If it was related to his sickness, I'm not. Oh trying to yeah, be that's shitty awful. That, yeah, oh, I kind of took it more like he probably just had bleeding gums. He's a like he's a rock monster. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna bleed. He's gonna have his nuts out. He's a monster. He was a monster, but he was so funny. He was yeah, quick. He's hilarious. It was like a panel thing. You watch videos, and he wrote written jokes for it. Like he didn't have to use our jokes. That was that was rare that even comics would show up with their jokes written. Kind of like at midnight, they have writers, and the, yeah. they're like, "Here's the jokes," and they're like, "Well, I'll do that joke. It's better than what I wrote." They, they said, uh, "My friends work on that." They said, "Rarely do comics uh, even use their own jokes." I, I thought I'd bring it all to a screeching halt <laughs> by making it real, making it real and personal. But yeah, odorous ungus. Well, back. I love the people that watch like the. F- like I like at midnight, but I like the I love the fact that there are fans out there watching it that are like, they're like. 
they are coming up with this right then and there. These people are so funny. Yeah, <laughs> even people in my family, like my dad, they, they, it's amazing. Yes, that, yes, yes. Yeah, this place, it's an art what? thing. And then she's adding art to their art. Oh, it's, I see. I, these but, fucking dipshits have been out here in droves <laughs> taking pictures. And every fucking moron, like that girl that was just dancing, <laughs> thinks they're the first person to do like uh. some kind of like video or like yeah. picture in front of it. It's like, asshole, you're going to release your <laughs> spreads in like a week and they're all going to be the same. <laughs> it's funny. It's true because I, uh, I took a picture of that when I saw one night. Uh, leaving El Cid, and I said, "Look at that! Someone whitewashed that whole building, including the trees." If, in L.A., the, on Sunset, there's this. Uh, it, it looks like it used to be a hotel or an apartment building. It's been abandoned for like 15 years, and someone with a Christmas tree flocking or something like that. I know it. They didn't paint the palm trees because for a while I was like, "That's kind of fucked up. You killed a bunch of palm trees," <laughs> but it's all white, and uh, it's an art installation. But I that night I took a picture and I put it on Instagram, and I'm like. This is gonna get some thumbs, some hearts, and the, yeah. and everyone, the, like the entire Instagram feed was everyone else taking pictures of it too. So now, and it's been there that long. Yeah, yeah, it's been a few weeks of oh. it. Yeah, but and now everyone's doing, <laughs> she was doing a dance you know, yeah. for a demo I thought it was reel. just like a, you know what? Why do I ever? Why would I fall for that? No one's ever doing anything cool independently of some like own. Oh, they're about to post this somewhere. Yeah, yeah, right. exactly. I just thought we drove by a girl doing a cool dance, but of course, <laughs> of course not. No, no, it's all shit in this town. <laughs> well, I that way too. It's like, oh, we should go do this. I think of a funny thing, and I'm like, well, we're gonna film it, right? I'm not just gonna do that. Yeah, I'm not just for waste, my memory. I'm not wasting yeah. my time. I'm not gonna remember that if I did it anyway. Guys, this was so fun. You know, we just pulled up in front of your house. Do you yeah. have Do you have anything to plug? That was perfect. This it's, week, uh, this gets posted tomorrow. Well, my podcast, Down with Joe DeRosa. If you don't quit. Keep doing it. <laughs> Listen to that. Subscribe to Listen that. Listen to it now while on all you things can. comedy. Yeah, yeah. I'll be uh, on all things comedy. I'll be uh, at Houston at the. I mean, I'm sorry. I'll be in Toronto at the Comedy Bar this Saturday and Sunday, and then I'll be in Houston the following weekend at the Improv. So come out for that stuff. Yeah, that sounds and, that uh, sounds great. We have Can I Kick It monthly uh, hip hop uh, review comedy show with Al Jackson, Tone Bell, and myself at uh, at uh, the um, Meltdown once a month. So next one's June. Nice. I guess that's it. You and, should uh, try and get the Ghetto Boys to go to your show in Houston. Is that where they're from? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, they're from Fifth Ward. Fifth Scarface still lives there. Invite you Scarface. Should. Oh, wait, I have to move because this, this oh. hideous Porsche Cayenne. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, because that's the new Scientology building. I'm not kidding. Oh, am I going to hit that car? No. That's what that is. That's what this massive no, structure really? is. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, wow. They nice. built the new one right near the old one. Oh, it's wow. like I don't understand... You're going to be across the street from them? Yeah, I'm oh, right wow. across the street. Anyway, uh, my scale, my new scale came in the mail, and I'm excited about it, which tells you about where I'm at in life. <laughs> excited I to get inside to, and try I it. I feel the same. I need to get a mirror for the same reason. I'm like, I've let myself go. I'm never looking at myself. It's nice to have a good scale. I like yeah. a good scale. Joe, you're nice. great. Joe, that's, you're the best. Yeah, Thanks. This, is, this was fun. Uh, you've been listening to Do You Need a Ride? D-Y-N-A-R! <laughs> 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 <laughs>